Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? Crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. The NFL is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use code SPORTSHUB to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code SPORTSHUB only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Hope is here. 800-327-5050 or gamblinghelplinema.org. Must be 21+. plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com. Visit the present in Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? Crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. The NFL is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use code SPORTSHUB to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code SPORTSHUB only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Hope is here. 800-327-5050 or gamblinghelplinema.org. Must be 21+. plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com. Visit the present in Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire 7 days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Beyond towering skylines and rolling farmland, the great northern Catskills of Greene County rise above the shores of the Hudson River. From the thrill of adventure to the chill of stargazing, come feel it, breathe it, and live it. Our towns are buzzing with shopping, dining, and activities. Come make your memory here. It happens here. Visit greatnortherncatskills.com to learn more. Let's welcome in Greg Bedard. He is from the Boston Sports Journal. Uh, Greg, I know Leroy's going to thought about moral victories. Stan. No, I don't. Don't do that. We don't do moral <laughs> victories around here. But uh, what positives are you taking away from the game today, if any? Well, I mean, look, at first blush, um, I was I was encouraged by this game mm. from the Patriots. Now, you know, look, I'm not going to go crazy over it. Um, I assume by the time we get to Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning, you know, New England will be, you know, running with it with, you know, there will be such stats about nobody's ever done that to the Eagles offense and all that stuff. The bottom line is I was encouraged by both sides of the ball. Was it good enough, especially on offense? No. Did uh, I have a lot of issues with Mac Jones in this game? Yes. Mm. But I thought there was a lot of, I thought there was a lot of cool stuff going on on offense. I thought there there was some creativity. Um, was every play call probably knocked out of the park? Probably not. Uh, did I like passing up the field goal on fourth and three? No. But um, I do think for the most part, I thought the Patriots showed better than I expected in all three phases of the game, which is encouraging. But I will also say I, I would caution people, mm-hmm. not just because I'm the wet blanket of reason, <laughs> but because, look, if you and I was, I did talk to some Eagles people 
um, in the press box uh, at halftime, and I, I ran into a couple of people in the tunnel after the game. Um, they weren't happy with their performance. Mm. Um, you know, they look. They were breaking in two new coordinators, and I think it showed. I think there was. I think there were issues uh, on both sides that for them that's going to need to be cleaned up. I especially think that the new offensive coordinator is probably going to get a lot of heat this week in Philly. It looked like he forgot. Um, that he has two great wide receivers and especially mm-hmm. a great tight end who had one target in the whole game and was wide open most of the game. Um, so look, it was, it was good. It was encouraging, but I wouldn't go nuts with it quite yet. Uh, you said you had issues with Mac Jones, uh, his game tonight. What were, what were some of those issues you had with this game? I thought that he didn't play very tough in the pocket, uh, especially early. Now, look, he did catch a heater in the second quarter into the second half, um, you know, I want to say, um, you know, but I thought that early in the game, I, I thought that he didn't step into a lot of throws. I think he, he anticipated more pressure than there, there was there. Now I do think that at the end of the day, there was a lot of pressure on him and that's going to affect the pocket quarterback. It just is. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about this countless times before, but I think there's a threshold on the amount of uh, pressure a pocket quarterback can deal with that unless you're, you know, Tom Brady, it's, it's, it has a cumulative effect and it speeds up the quarterback a little bit. Uh, But I I just didn't think he's, he he was throwing off his back foot too much. Um, He wasn't getting enough on the ball. You know, I, I didn't think he was very tough um, in there and I kind of wanted to, you know, grab him and, or I wanted Billy O'Brien to grab him and just be like, all right, Mac, it's time to nut up. Let's play some football. Mm. And it looked like he did in the second quarter. And, uh, you know, it looked pretty good. Um, but it was way too inconsistent. Hey, Greg, I want to ask you about the coaching. You mentioned the uh, the, the going on fourth down over the field goal. Uh, I thought, in general, watching the game, Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick go coach Sirianni. But late, if you looked at it, like go, the Hurts going for the, you know, going for the run there and getting hit, like that was a bad call. Them trying to throw it on fourth down was a bad call. In the end, do you think it really was Bill's play calls or, or Bill's decisions that ultimately lost the game for the Patriots? Uh, I don't know if I can go that far. I mean, you know, I, I do think that Bill deserves to be criticized for this game. I, I, I think that, you know, do I think at the end of the day he did his job as well, putting the team in its the best position to succeed? Um, no, I don't. I thought that the, I thought that passing up the field goal was just, I thought that was an error at the time. It wasn't in hindsight. I didn't like it. Um, you know, I know, you know, when he was kind of snippy about it after the game saying like, well, I'm sure, you know, if we, if we, uh, kick the field goal there, I'm sure you'd be asking, you know, why didn't we go for it? Um, but you know, it, it just looked like the Patriots, needed to keep the momentum going, um, stay in the game. They were obviously still in the game because they were in it till the very last minute. They had two chances with the ball to win the game and couldn't do it. Um, seems like this is a consistent theme um, since Tom Brady left. Um, and, you know, but I, I do think that, you know, I, I thought Bills had some execution and, and game management errors in this game. And, and I do think they've become more prevalent in the last couple of years. Uh Penalties really hurt today. Uh, and, you know, we were talking about the offensive line. Yeah, they didn't give up sacks early on. They did later in the game. But the holding penalties really were some rally killers today. Uh, what were your thoughts on overall on the offensive line play without two starters? Uh, I thought overall it was it was good enough to win. Um, I think that 
obviously Bill O'Brien came into this game with um, a game plan that would negate the Eagles' pass rush, and, and I'm sure he knew all week we're unlikely to have Strange in a win. And even though I thought I thought some of David Andrews' comments about City So um, were interesting, it, it almost sounded like you know maybe So wasn't practicing a ton at guard, and maybe it was uh, a later in the week type of thing. Maybe somebody had a maybe a Wenu or Strange or both of them had a setback later in the week. Um, but, you know, to have two rookies out there and Calvin Anderson who didn't practice all summer, and at least Antonio Maffi practiced at left guard and played left guard all summer. City South just played right tackle. Um, who knows how much work he got at guard this week, even, even though he was a college guard. Calvin Anderson didn't practice all summer. Um, you know, I, I thought they did as good a job as they could um, you know, I didn't think it was great, but I didn't expect it to be great. And Billy O'Brien definitely game planned around that. And a lot of quick game, get the ball out. There wasn't a whole lot of holding the ball. Let's, you know, deep play action or anything like that. So I, I think I think O'Brien did a really good job coordinating the game. The Patriots just weren't good enough at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and Mac Jones took a lot of accountability at the end. He, he mentioned he had the ball twice to win the game. And he couldn't do it. Is that something we're seeing now that's different? You know, the, the new Alabama Mac, he's very accountable today. And I don't know, he's kind of winning me over a little bit, having that accountability. But, you know, they had a chance here at the end. And was it really his fault in the long run? I just don't think it was. I would agree with that. Um, you know, I, I do think, you know, once we review the film, uh, you know, see, I didn't think CBS, at times they did. But, I, you know, Mac made some really good throws under pressure like guys like just steaming in his face I mean there were times where so and Moffy were just beaten off the snap and and you know the those big guys from the Eagles coming at you time and time again you know it wears on you I mean you know Kayshawn Booty's out there and doesn't get his feet down twice you know how much can you blame him on that? He's a young guy, rookie being put on the spot. Where's Juju Smith-Schuster and all this while Jacoby Myers is going nuts for the Raiders in their game? Um, you know, definitely sort of a second guess there. Um, you know, it's it was a tough position for, for a rookie to be in. You know, I, I do think Mac made some good plays in this game. I just don't think he was to, to the end of the game. But... Uh, you know, he, he needs to he needs to start faster, and the group needs to execute just at a higher level. All right, we'll talk about Greg Bedard. We'll have more with him coming up after this. We got Leroy Irvin here as well. I'm Joe Mario. We'll take a look at the all the scores in the NFL today. But first, let's pause ten seconds for station ID on the safety insurance ninety eight five the sports of Patriots Radio Network. The clock on the move. Patriots hurry to the line. Gasicki inside of Bourne to the right. Gotta Douglas and Booty to the left. Stevenson to the right of Jones. Takes the snap. Max Stetson throws to the and yeah. by Bourne. His second touchdown of the day. On the end line as he comes down with a throw by Jones. Told you this kid could be a weapon. He's drawn the Patriots within 5 and 25 to 20. Don't tell me Mac Jones can't throw seams. He did a little bit of this in his rookie year. It's the same stuff. When you know what you're doing and you protect him and he can see the film well, that's where the mind takes over. You anticipate and you spin it just like that. All right, this is the Shaws and Star Market Patriots post-game show. Leroy Irvin's here. I'm Joe Murray, the player that delivered the freight. 
Presented by Freight Plus, the fastest-growing private company in Massachusetts, providing fully customized Fortune 500 freight solutions to shippers throughout New England. For over 35 years, visit uh, Freight Plus, uh, FreightPlus.io. That's FreightPlus.io. Greg Bedard is joining us here uh, from the Boston Sports Journal. Uh, what do you think of Kendrick Bourne's performance today? Uh, had that drop earlier in the game, if you want to call it a drop, uh, on the pick six, but six catches, 64 yards, two touchdowns today, Greg. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, I, You know, I, I do think, um, you know, I'll know more after I watch the film, but I, I first blush, he does have issues. He continues to have issues running the correct routes, in my opinion. Like there was one pass where, uh, I think Romo said like, oh, the pass should have been in front of him um, instead of was behind him or, or it should have been outside and it was inside. And the way I read that was the Eagles were in man coverage and the Patriots don't really just sit down in in front of a cornerback in zone coverage. To me, that was a, uh, a, a coverage error by Kendrick Bourne where he just should have read that it was man-to-man. And I think Mac was reading him that he was going to slant inside and all of a sudden Kendrick just hooks the route, which I don't think you're supposed to do right there. And, and those things happen all the time with Kendrick. They're they're consistent in every game. Uh, sometimes it, it leads to mistakes. But look, the bottom line is he's a difference maker on this team. Um, I think that Devontae Parker not being out there helped – give Kendrick Bourne more action in this game that he would normally get. Um, I, again, I was really surprised at how much Kayshawn Booty was on the field in, in, in this game. Um, that, that very much surprised me. But I thought that, you know, Kendrick has a real rapport with Mac Jones and it shows and, and they need to enhance that. He needs to get better. Mac needs to get better. And But it, it was a really good start for them. Just one more uh, question on the offense. The fourth and two converted by Hunter Henry – was that an off throw by Mac Jones? Did Henry not look up right away? It was a great catch. Uh, but what live, what did you see on that play? Did you just make a great individual effort? Uh, I think so. Um, I, I didn't get a good look at that replay because um, there was so much stuff going on at the time. Um, but, you know, Hunter's usually pretty good about that. I think, I think Mac was under a lot of pressure on that play and just gave – Hunter Henry a chance to make a play and and he did it and you could tell that you know this game was a good example of that you could tell that that Mac Jones has a ton of confidence in Kendrick Bourne and Hunter Henry and everybody else he's sort of uh, searching for that chemistry with but it's still very early uh earlier you said that um <clears throat> sorry that the Eagles believe that they underperformed offensively tonight uh, are you encouraged by the past defense tonight, or would you kind of pump the brakes on getting excited about them too? Well, I'm definitely, I'm definitely encouraged. Yeah, there's no question about that. Um, I, I'm just not. I don't. I make it a rule: do not overreact to week one. Um, and like I said this week on Felger and Maz, um, there's not a better time to get the, this Eagles offense than week one. They've had all summer to get ready for this offense. Um, new offensive coordinator, uh, you know, you, you expected him to have some wrinkles. I didn't really see that. Um, I think that uh, certainly they played really well. Um, 
after the first drive. Um, and if they cleaned up some of the penalty issues, it might have been, been even better. You know, I, I don't want anybody to get it twisted. I'm definitely encouraged by what I what I saw. I'm just not ready to you know crown them everything after mm-hmm. one week, just because I, I do think there are some issues going on with the Eagles. I think that the weather um, caused the Eagles to be a lot more conservative than they might have been uh, on a good weather day. I think that the score caused them to sort of you know stay in that conservative mindset that were just like, all right, it's wet out. We don't want to get crazy. Like let's not throw the ball around. These guys are opportunistic. Let's just play it close to the vest. And if they get closer, then, you know, we'll put the gas down a little bit, which they were able to do at times when they um, realized that AJ Brown's going up against Christian Gonzalez and Jonathan Jones. It was like, okay, finally. I mean, you know, I, I thought they, I thought the Eagles left a lot of meat on the bone mm. uh, in this game. But the bottom line is, yes, I am in, I'm encouraged by what they did. Uh, I just want to see what they do next week against the Dolphins. I'm also curious uh, to to hear your opinions and your thoughts on Christian Gonzalez's performance tonight. Uh, I thought he did really well. You know, overall, I mean, I, I don't think it was, you know, overly challenging what they did. He certainly tackled really well, um, which, you know, the physica- physicality mm-hmm. of the game wasn't like, you know, it was a mismatch against A.J. Brown. Like when he had opportunities to wrap him up, he wrapped him up. Um, that was a good sign. Um, he, you know, he had a really nice bre- pass breakup on fourth down. He had the corner blitz that one time where, you know, Jalen Hurts is not the easiest guy to tackle in the world. And he brought him down directly. Uh, so certainly very encouraged by by Christian Gonzalez. That's all good. You know, whether whether this defense can be really good and he can be really good will be dictated by, you know, how much man coverage can they play going forward and against a guy like uh, Jalen Hurts, you're not going to do that because he can hurt you with his legs. So uh, we'll see. But, you know, I thought, I thought all the rookies, I thought one of the themes of the game for me in this game was the rookie class overall. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I can't think of a rookie class doing more in an opening game being asked to do as much as they did. I mean, you know, two rookies starting on the offensive line, Christian Gonzalez playing throughout. Keon White was very impactful in this game and the snaps that he got. Marte Mapu, um, you know, did some nice things in this game. Demario Douglas did okay. Booty had some opportunities. You know, he's going to get better. I mean, it was just – that was a, extremely impressive and a feather in the cap to Matt Groh and the personnel department to, you know, get some guys that – that could play early and and they need those guys. They need a youthful injection of talent. And, and it looks like we got it. All right. We're going to listen to uh, get, talk to some of the callers uh, on the other side here, Greg, they want to ask you a bunch of questions. So we'll certainly do that. Greg Bedard joins us here uh, from the Boston sports journal. And of course this season as part of their apex cares program, apex entertainment will be donating $100 to the new England center for children for every converted field goal, every point, every dollar helps. For more information, go to apexentertainment.com. This is the Shaws and Star Market Patriots post-game show. Leroy Irvin's here. I'm Joe Murray. We'll get to your guys' calls coming up next here on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network. Booty and Douglas, the two rookies, line up to the left. Stevenson to the left of Jones. Douglas without motion to the right. Henry and Bourne in that direction. Snap to Jones. Throws it back to the left screen for Stevenson. Gets a good block to spring him to the 30. Across the 40-yard line. Angling right to the 45. Ramondre past the 50. Carries inside the 45. And Stevenson to the 42-yard line of Philadelphia. You see the freshness in the legs there. 
Yeah, that's that, that's that Zeke effect. But boy, poor tackling by Philly. Just bad angles. yards. All right, this is the Shaws and Star Market Patriots pregame show. Leroy Irvin's here. I'm Joe Murray. Uh, with 35 completions by a Patriots player tonight, that brings the Kesha's Law for College season total to $3,500. The Kesha's Cares Scholarship ensures financial hurdles and will not prevent students from pursuing their dreams. We're joined by Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. And, Greg, I mentioned the, the penalties. I thought that was a, just a big issue today uh, for both teams. Uh, I thought it really just kind of, you know, stopped momentum on a few drives. And I just wanted to get into the slow start for the Patriots. Uh, one thing I was on this week was last year the Eagles, um, you know, they were they were they they got out to fast starts. They averaged six points per game in the first quarter alone last year. And the Patriots, 2.7. I mean, here they are down 16 early. Was it just the mistakes that really uh, was the reason for the slow starts? Or did they look like they just they weren't ready to go early on? Or were the, were the Eagles just dominant on that opening drive? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I, m- my feeling at first blush is just that, um, you know, I was just reading through some of the, the Eagles quotes from Sirianni and also Jalen Hurts. And, you know, I guess there's a topic of conversation in Philly about, like, you know, I think Sirianni, even before the game, was second-guessing that they didn't do enough in the preseason. And you're talking about, in these two teams, probably two of the teams that did the least in terms of mm. uh, practices and also – preseason game like the Eagles none of the starters played at all in the preseason and I think it showed a lot in this game I don't think either team was especially um sharp in this one um you know it some of the stuff that I was talking about earlier about the Eagles Jalen Hurts made some comments basically sounding like uh he thought that the Eagles let the the rain dictate too much of the conservative game plan early he definitely had some pointed comments about that um and I and even even Sirianni basically admitted that, and uh, so I think that played into it. But I, you know, I, I just think that, um, you know, I I don't think either team was ready to go um, in this game to you know to be really tip top. Eagles sort of went down the field. Penalties were part of that uh, on the opening drive, but it's all about adjustments. I mean, guys are just getting used to it. I I'm not too worried um, about it. You know, at least the Patriots were able to ultimately stay in the game and have chances to win and you know you're always going to second guess certain things and that that would be one of them from this game yeah the uh, just so you know the betting line for this one greg in case you needed to know it, it closed at three and a half uh it was five at times four and a half for the most part and that two-point conversion that got called back on mac jones that uh really swung the books uh it was kind of a unfortunate for the patriots fans and uh, the eagles end up uh and the and the over under the over under that I got from you know FanDuel's uh, you know our great sponsor like it hit hit on the nose so I got yeah. voided on that that was kind of lame a little bit of a they call that a push uh, in the business people want to talk to you Greg <laughs> so let's go to the uh, the phones here let's talk to Roy he's in Providence what's up Roy hey Roy you're on the sports hub all right Roy's not there how about Josh and Swamp Scott hey Josh. Hey guys, uh, appreciate the call. So just one thing, just listening in, I think we need to pump the brakes on Mac Jones a little bit. I mean, when you go back and if you watch the film, we were at the game, but some of his incompletions, four or five of them, a few of them under pressure, a few of them not, they were just 
interceptions waiting to happen. Eagles tipped him. It looked a little bit sloppy. He could have had three or four picks. And something to keep in mind, he had, yeah, he had over 300 yards. But how, many, how much of that came in the fourth quarter when the Eagles are sitting on an 11-point lead? I think summary-wise, you look, they had two chances at the end of the game, three minutes, just inside two minutes. It's essentially a two-minute drill. Mac couldn't get it done. They couldn't score. Leroy said, you know, this looks like Mac Jones of two years ago. That's a rookie quarterback. That's my take, guys. <laughs> what do you think, Greg, on uh, Mac Jones uh, looking like a rookie quarterback? Well, I, I, I don't. I don't totally disagree with Josh. I mean, you know, I don't know what he's referring to on pump the brakes because, you know, I don't know if you guys came on and, and were really giving Mac uh, a lot of platitudes for this game. And he, look, he certainly had his moments in this game. And, you know, I do think Josh makes a good point that, um, you know, the Mac Jones from two years ago was a rookie and this not being consistent is, you know, what you would expect from a young player. He's not a young player and he, anymore that being said you know it's his it's his first it's his first game with a new coordinator all these guys you know they're back in in sort of a new offense for the third time in three years um you know there's there's always a learning curve with this and and it was part of sort of my calculations on this season uh it it's just a matter of when it's all going to come together i mean it was good to see it for stretches in this game and with certain people. Um, it'll get better from here. It's just got to get better quickly considering the the schedule that they have to go against. All right, we got Steve, who's at Peabody. What's going on, Steve? You're on with Greg Bedard here on uh, the Shaw's and Stock Market Patriots postgame show. Hey, guys, thanks for taking the call. Listen, I'm not blaming Matt Jones for anything, okay? Bill O'Brien is the cause of it. Some of the play calls that he had was horrendous. And then you don't go for a field goal to make it 25-23. And then you get the ball back, and you could have won the game. The coaches cost him the game. Mac Jones is okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Steve. Steve just, uh, Greg, just to be critical, about, I, I thought O'Brien really had some nice looks with the you know, the crossing routes, one underneath, one above. The, the, the Eagles really couldn't figure it out for a while. But I do want to ask you, who – was that Bill who's in charge of that, of going for it? Bill, Bill Belichick going for the field goal or uh, or going for it on fourth down? Is that Bill O'Brien or Bill Belichick? That's, yeah, that's always Belichick's decision. Okay. Um, you know, they Bill, Bill gets in the headset or they ask, and, and, you know, he makes a decision one way or the other. But, um, you know, I do think, I, you know, the, I thought there was a lot of good stuff in this game schematically from the Patriots. And, and you know, some of it was unconventional and some of it didn't work. And, and there's a lot of trial and error involved, um, you know, in the first game with a new coordinator. But, uh, you know, I do think they got guys. There were some times where guys were wide buck open. I mean, you know, between there was one to Gesicki, there was another one to Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster out of trips had a wide open. I mean, when you see that, Yes, some of it's breakdowns and errors by the Eagles, and they had their issues in the secondary for sure. We knew that coming in with new safeties and new linebackers, and they ended up losing the Kobe Dean during the game, um, which which does not help things. Um, but you know, I I do think there was a little fluff in the yardage that the Patriots got and that Mac Jones got. But I thought for the first time out with a new coordinator, new system after what happened last year. You know, I thought it was more positive than negative, but certainly wouldn't go nuts about it. 
All right, and we have uh, Andrew. He wants to talk about not kicking the field goal. What's up, Andrew? All right, I got four quick points. Number one, Tom Brady, I thought he was perfect today. Great speech. We all know he would have won that game five <laughs> times today. Number two, I think uh, Bill Belichick, how did you not kick the field goal there? I don't understand. You'd be down four. We would have had two chances to win the game on, on field goals. I think he's, he should get more slack, and I don't know why people aren't talking about it. Uh, number three, I thought Mac Jones made some really good throws today. I think he, he can he's a gamer. I think he's there. I think with O'Brien, he's going to be fine. And number four, the question I always ask when I call in, how do you not start Malcolm Butler in the <laughs> Still getting brought up. He was there today, Greg. Sure I saw that. Hey, he had a lot of Playing questions. Playing all the hits. Yeah, I saw him. He had a lot of questions. Uh, I just have one for you real quick. Uh, I think you and I are on the same page that this team, it, I, I, you can talk about Mac Jones, the offensive line, et cetera. It really was going to come down to the Patriots defense winning a game against a good quarterback. They did the best they could. I mean, I you know, there might have been a few plays they gave up here or there, a couple of third downs. But overall, like, I, I, I'm encouraged by that. But once again, they lost the game to a dual-threat quarterback and a team that went to the playoffs last year. And it's just hard for me to not overlook that in this game, Greg. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, you know, just sitting here thinking about it. I mean, you know, how many times over the last, you know, couple of years or even when even when Cam was here. I mean, it's basically, look, since Brady's been gone, you know, how many times have they had opportunities to win games? And and I think I wrote a column on this last year where I was like, the Patriots are now a team that finds ways to lose instead of winning games where, you know, that's it used to be the reverse when Brady was here uh, for 20 years. And that's something they have to collectively figure out. And it's not just the easy thing to do. And I know fans are going to do it and, and certain talk show hosts, are, I'm sure are going to do it. The easy thing to do is they will blame the quarterback. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a collective thing. I mean, you know, it's, it's little things here and there where overall, I would say the thing, the reason why they're not coming through in these games is because the operation from top to bottom is not buttoned up as it used to be. Um, you know, it, penalties at the wrong time. You know, Behringer had a had a punt today that, you know, hit at the five-yard line and went in for a touchback when he did a good job of, of pinning them most of the day. But he did blow a couple opportunities where, you know, those little things – they seem little and they get looked over, but you know, at the end of the game, when it comes to one score games, those little things can can swing the games. And I just think collectively the Patriots, since Brady left, since twenty nineteen, they don't make enough of those plays consistently enough. And I think that it has to start and end with Belichick. But everybody will blame the quarterback because that's just what everybody I, I would not do that this week. I will uh I will be fair and I will look at Literally, I'll look at just some of the plays, but I think coaching in the end uh, really was a bit. Both sides. I don't think it was great mm. either side today. And I just think the Eagles on town alone in their fast start is really the reason why uh, they won this game today. We got our final segment with Greg Bedard coming up uh, next. He's from the Boston Sports Journal. And I uh, will continue to take your guys' calls as well. And we'll take a look at the Miami Dolphins who won today. They had a comeback win out of the Patriots' top two at Tonga Vailoa next week. We'll ask Greg Bedard. But first, let's take a look at the sports of headlines. Right, the uh, Shaws and Star Market Patriots post game show, music of the game. 
to Gabriel Salisbury Hill. Uh, brought to you by Live Nation. The weed is almost over. Peter Gabriel live in concert September 14th at TD Garden in Boston. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal joining us here. Leroy Irvin, myself, Joe Murray. Uh, I saw none of the Brady stuff today, Greg. None of it. I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> I got. I, I was. You should. I was like that guy fiddling around <laughs> trying to find it. You know. So what'd you see? Tell You're us. like Felger. Yeah, literally. You know, he gets <laughs> aggravated about how to find it. That was me. Uh, yeah. But what, what'd you see out there? Was it, again, the Patriots always do a nice job. But from what I heard, Brady spoke and said great things. What did you see and what happened? Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't uh, pay a ton of attention to it. Um, I was definitely listening while I was doing my sort of halftime stuff. Uh, but I thought it was good. I thought it was you know, cool that they're going to have, uh, you know, the Brady Hall of Fame induction on June 12th. Um, and it'll be in the stadium. So the, it'll be a huge celebration, the kind of thing that I think um, they ne- need. Uh, you know, I know Felger makes fun of me, but I intended like the same sort of thing for Dan Marino, mm. um, you know, when I was when I was younger. And uh, I thought it was a great night. And I'm sure it'll be a great night at Gillette. Uh, Tom definitely said all the right things. Um, you know, I will say I was a little bit more starstruck that, UCLA softball star Maya Brady was in the house um, in attendance at the ceremonies um, than than Tom, but I it was I thought it was you know for what it was I thought it was really well done. I, I think it would have been cool if they just unfurled the number twelve and retired the jersey, yep. just add a little cherry on top. I guess the big announcement was the you know the Hall of Fame induction in in June, but um, you know I thought it was good. I thought Tom hit all the right notes and and said that he's forever going to be a Patriot and things like that. Um, I'm sure it meant a lot to the fans here and, and, you know, his running, he ran down like he normally does um, to Jay-Z. And, and that was, that was a cool moment. They, there was talk about that. Like it was rumored that that was going to happen before the game, but it never happened. I actually think it was better that it, it happened like it did. And I thought it was, I thought it was all really well done. Hey, you didn't get any sense that players were, uh, I don't want to say intimidated, but just, you know, with the whole Brady's uh, situation going on and the honoring and all that, that had that didn't affect the players or anything like that. I didn't, Leroy, I didn't think it had yeah. any sort of effect. Um, I mean, I, like, Saron, I, 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 I thought... Um, I thought that it didn't have any effect in this game. I don't think anybody cared. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you know, it wasn't that much of a thing. He was in... The lighthouse, which you could you couldn't even see him from where I was in the press box, and it wasn't lit up. I thought that was pretty awkward. I guess that's going to be a thing now, ringing the bell up there, sort of like all these other stadiums, the Seahawks, the Redskins, and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't think it was a factor at all. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa threw for four hundred and sixty-six yards today. The Dolphins had a comeback win. They go west coast to east coast now. Uh, take on the Patriots next week. Um, I, I, I know they struggled on their offensive line today too, and their defense was not great, but that's a big day. Uh, fourth most ever in a week one Brady did five seventeen in, in 2011. Uh, but here you go. High powered offense. Uh, another tough stop for the defense next week. Yeah. And, and, you know, the way things are sort of going right now, um, you know, with uh, the Dolphins, showing well and the Cowboys showing well tonight. I expect the Jets to to roll tomorrow night mm-hmm. against the Bills just to make it a uh, an absurdly daunting first four games. 
um, for the Patriots. I, I don't think I'm much of the Chargers. I mean, I love Justin Herbert. I don't think much of Brandon Staley. I mean, he's supposed to be a defensive guru, and his defenses stink, and he got just thrashed today by two in Tyreek Hill. And um, so, you know, look, I, I think it's a really good sign for the Dolphins, but I do think the Patriots will be uh, a much tougher challenge for them. For those that are wondering, the Patriots are uh, two-and-a-half-point underdogs uh, next week. Let's uh, wrap it up with a couple of calls here. Uh, we got Jared. Uh, he's on the line. What's going on, Jared? You're on, uh, you're on the with Greg Bedard here from the Boston Sports Journal. Hey, I'm just – my whole thing is that field goal. At the end of the game right there, if we kick that field goal and not going for it on fourth, I feel like we could have been in a better situation, and we didn't do that. And at the end, it bit us in the ass. In hindsight, Greg, did they leave six points on the field? So are you also – because I was thinking about this, you're also referencing the the fourth and 12, the yeah. turn in the fourth and 17. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been – I think it would have been a 60-yard field goal attempt, I think. Am I am I wrong on yeah, that? Yeah, and it, Bill doesn't um, really trust the young kickers, does he? I, that, that's probably something else to throw in there. Yeah, I uh, – I thought I found it all very curious. Now, you know, I'm sure Bill's thinking was it, you know, we're not exactly a well-oiled machine on offense right now. I don't know how many more chances we're going to get to score touchdowns against these guys with this offensive line. That was probably his thinking. And he also, and, and what would back that up is he's like, I didn't know we were going to get two more chances to do that. Um, so, but I, I definitely think it's it, it's a second guess, and I think he probably made the wrong decision. He should have. They were in the game. They were building momentum. Um, you know, it was eight points. It was eight points at the time. It would have cut it to five. He decides to go for it. They don't get it. The Eagles come down, kick a field goal, make it eleven, and then it's then it's problematic. Now you look. They still had their chances, but you know, I think. Just it's the first game of the season. Just build confidence. Like you know, get Rylan out there to kick a field goal. I know he had kicked, kicked an extra, a couple extra points, but you know that's different. Like, wh- what if this game g- came down to him making a field goal in you know the last few seconds, and that's his first field goal attempt as a Patriot? Like, I just I didn't see the downside of of kicking it there. Like, it would have made it five. You would get Ryland some experience. Even if he misses, it's not a total disaster. Now you know you really can't trust the kicker, Mm -hmm. and that factors into your decision-making later on in the game. I I just thought the field goal was the right way to go, and I don't think anybody's saying that. I'm sure the Bill defenders will say, oh, well, it's hindsight, blah, 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 but I I don't think that it is. I think it's a legit second guess. All right, Greg, what do you got coming up this week on the Boston Sports Journal, and when will we hear you uh, with Felger MS? Yep. Uh, first, you know, film edition of Big Boy Tuesday will be uh, Tuesday two to two to four, and we'll be, uh, you know, let's see. I'll have a column tonight, and um, you know, you will get uh, three crucial plays broken down by me with film analysis tomorrow, and then of course my uh, my patented game breakdown with you know film and positional ratings and and all that good stuff. Uh, come Tuesday before I hit the airways with the boys. All right. I appreciate you joining us here uh, on the Shaw's and Star Market Patriots post-game show. Every uh, every game here, Greg will be joining us from the Boston Sports Journal. Appreciate your time, Greg. We'll uh, catch up with you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, fellas. All right. <laughs> 
Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? Crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. The NFL is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use code SPORTSHUB to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code SPORTSHUB only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Hope is here. 800-327-5050 or gamblinghelplinema.org. Must be 21 plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com. Visit the present in Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Brown University's fully online Master of Public Health program allows you to earn your MPH degree from anywhere in the world. Become a leader in public health. Learn more today at publichealth.brown.edu. All right, that's Greg Bedard, the Boston Sports Journal. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? Crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. The NFL is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and Use code SPORTSHUB to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code SPORTSHUB only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Hope is here. 800-327-5050 or gamblinghelplinema.org. Must be 21+. plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com. Visit the present in Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. The CDC estimates that 1 in 36 children have autism, meaning teachers are needed now more than ever. The New England Center for Children can help you establish an impactful career and gain hands-on experience helping children with autism live more independent lives. NECC staff can also earn a free graduate degree in ABA or related field. NECC is currently hiring autism teachers and behavior technicians for its day in residential programs. New hires can qualify for up to $10,000 in bonuses. Visit NECC.org backslash careers for openings and more information. NECC is an equal opportunity employer.